Hello, everybody. You are listening to Kyle's Communist Podcast. My name is Kyle. This episode is being recorded on June 22nd, and we are pulling from our June 19th newsletter. For those that are new to the podcast, we are always working off of a newsletter from kylecommunist.com. That is my website. You can find all of my links there. Specifically, each week I put together a What I'm Watching article. I like to think of this as sort of a tastemaker piece, an aggregate piece where I'm pulling together socialist and communist news from across the web. It's including news from overseas. It's United States news. It's South American news. It really, we try to bring together a lot of global comrades, Marxist history, art, music, videos, books, all together in one. And this week, I came out with a semi-interesting formatting. I'll be curious to get people's feedback. Let me do a little bit of housekeeping work and just say, these started as a once-a-week newsletter. They got really big. They broke into a twice-a-week newsletter. Now I'm working um, to, to really deliver quality. I've, I've brought them back to a once-a-week again. The two is keeping me on a cycle. I could barely keep up with the news flow, right? There, the Marxist news around the world is just... Bam, bam, bam these days. There's riots. There's protests. People are getting organized. And so I was in this balance of, oh, no, the newsletters are too long. Okay, let's split them and make them two. Oh, no, there's too much to keep up with. I'll, I'll not actually be able to promote the first newsletter by the time I'm neck deep in the next news. So this week I have tried. I said, Kyle, look, you get one newsletter this week. You make the most out of it. If it doesn't make it, it doesn't make it. You are not an entire news team. You aren't owned by Jeff Bezos. You don't get the whole Washington Post staff to help you make a newsletter, you know. So here we are. We're doing this together, and I encourage you to get involved. If you'd like to submit news articles or books, anything of the sort, music, videos, art, you name it, you see it in that newsletter, you want to add to it, please feel free. Join our Discord, discord.gg forward slash Kyle Communist. You can submit information in the news channel. And you can get in direct contact with me uh, on the server at any time if you want to reach out about submitting or participating, helping build this newsletter, writing for the newsletter, any of that. You can get in touch with me. There's a volunteers channel and more. Particularly tonight's our book club. It is Thursday, the 22nd as of this recording. And that means tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern time, we are reading Lenin's Socialism and Religion. This wound up being a little bit shorter than I expected. I, I had it in my head that this was a 40-minute text. I think it's closer to 20. So tonight's going to be a shorter night. That's fine. We had some uh, books from last week we wanted to touch on in even more detail. We wanted to go back and ask some questions, so look out for that. In today's newsletter, a couple of the headlines I'm hitting on is, one, the military is grabbing draft evaders everywhere. This is in Ukraine. As for the United States, after arraignment, Trump unleashed a fascist tirade. I know that news is getting a little bit old now. We're a little bit past that. But the Trump blowout and fall fallout blowback, those are the words, that's the order, that is still happening. An article titled No Red in the Rainbow, A Cold War Law Blocks Oklahoma Communists from Attending Pride. Yikes. Uh, we got another one. Nazis. They're DeSantis' supporters are rallying outside of Disney World in Orlando, Florida. Mm-hmm. And one last one. This is a little bit... I, I include this in the news section, though it is a video. This comes from First Thought, a.k.a. JT, on the Second Thought channel on YouTube. Put together one, and it's briefly titled, Trump indicted Belarus gets Russian tactical nukes, Chinese diplomacy, and so on. So you could take a read of that at your... Um, that'd actually be a viewing. You could take a watch of that at your own leisure there. We'll just... That kind of summarizes a lot of these articles from today. In here, there's art, music, and videos. So please get involved with that. Check out that newsletter. And I've got some really amazing 
Marxist history, including information on the GDR, Germany's uh, reunification being a disaster for women in the LGBT community, uh, Zapatista's warning of civil war over in Mexico City. Very interesting stuff there. We've got a little bit of uh, Pride Month taking place. I want to say this is a German post here. Really, really cool. Great Soviet flag with uh, the, the, the pride colors in there. Really, really awesome. For any communists who are out there n not understanding how LGBT stuff plays into the communist movement, I put together a really great post for you on Instagram. It summarizes how homophobia, just like racism, just like anti-Semitism and all the rest, is a tactic and a tool that serves the bourgeoisie. They disseminate it amongst the masses, and then they create effectively either opportunists, if you have someone that's a communist and they're anti-LGBT, that person is no longer a communist. They have officially wandered into the realm of being an opportunist. That is to say they are a labor laborer or a labor leader, and they are working on behalf of the bourgeoisie. That means their tactics are those that appeal. They serve the bourgeoisie. And anyway, you can find more detail on that. Uh, Bulow over on Instagram also put some really interesting stuff about the French protests. So go check that out. Without further ado, we'll dive into it. Let's look at this Ukrainian piece. I'll read the summary to you. We can talk as we go through. As the war in Ukraine continues, the Ukrainian army has suffered an estimated 200,000 deaths or more, with the vast majority being young people and workers. The military is grabbing draft evaders everywhere, and those who don't want to serve can buy themselves out by paying huge sums of money. Ukrainian workers and youth are also hit by extremely high prices under conditions where the Zelensky government continues to impose, impose wage cuts and social austerity. There is a growing sense of fatigue with the war and a sense of anxiety and fear for the future among the population. And this comes to us from, uh, well, who did this one again? I'm sorry. Let me grab that article. Uh, oh, this is WSW.org. Great site. Really like a lot of things they're doing there. Um, World Socialist website. Hey, shout out to Derek. Derek, thanks for joining us over in YouTube chat today, my friend. Thank you for popping in here. We're covering some headlines. It's a good reminder to people listening at home to the podcast. I'm still trying to find a home for this. Unfortunately, last week, two weeks ago, Twitch made changes that we cannot multi-stream on YouTube and Twitch. We can you we can multi-stream from Twitch to Instagram, Twitch to TikTok, but unfortunately they are being very selfish as companies are. They don't want to share any of the the credit or in this case the talent. Even though it would make more sense, it would get more eyeballs to different platforms. They're all cloistering up as they tend to do. So unfortunately this podcast is a little bit homeless aside from having Spotify and and the actual traditional podcast places, iTunes, and all the rest. But as for our live stream component, it's happening on YouTube today, but we may try Twitch in the future. I know many more of you are already subscribed. Just to make it easy, it is Kyle Communist, both on YouTube and Twitch. So you don't have to exert any mental energy in that way. You can just search me up and I'm sure you'll be able to find me. Let's go ahead and read into some of this article, though. Back to it. Uh, so it goes on. It says, amidst the war hysteria and propaganda accompanying the NATO-backed counteroffensive against Russia, there is virtually nothing in the Western bourgeois media accurately depicting the immense social crisis and concerns of Ukrainian workers and youth, the horrendous toll of the war and the growing sense of fatigue in the Ukrainian population. That's very true. Here in the U.S., there's very little information about 
the conditions for Ukrainian people from the very little mainstream news media I watch. I mean, I like to go in there just to get a temperature check. I just like to see on occasion what they are scaring people with, but I don't watch it for, of course, absorption of their propaganda. Uh, I have noticed it is all about still got to liberate, got to liberate, got to liberate, got to save, got to protect, got to can't let Russia in, blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's all about war escalations. They want to sell, send now depleted, depleted uranium shells over to Ukraine. And apparently in the past situations where we have used those, it has been a disastrous consequence to all of those involved, including the people handling those shells, the civilian population, the uh, opposition people in the war. It is absolutely terrible. And I, I saw that summarized in a different article. They went on to say... If the United States government actually cared about these people they are trying to protect, they would not be sending uranium, depleted uranium shells. Apparently those go further, faster, heavier, stronger, longer. I'm not an expert on warfare in that capacity, so I'm not certain. But uh, from what I read, it's, it's just a tactical advantage to people, but it comes with obviously toxic side effects, radioactive side effects. Derek, don't you even worry about it. Thanks for being here in chat, man. You get to listen and hang out today. Um, let's see. One of them reported WSW. Those who were previously unemployed in Ukraine remain unemployed. People also fear to get a job because then the risk is extremely high that you will be taken into the army. Goes on to say the military is grabbing draft evaders everywhere. They wait in the streets, in parking lots, near shopping malls. They go into gyms, homes, and so on. They will serve draft summons and take people. Some of them as young as 16 away to the war. Wow, 16. That's pretty young. Under the state of martial law that was imposed in Ukraine at the beginning of the war, men aged 18 and older are banned from leaving the country. Now, before we go pointing fingers exclusively at the Ukrainian government, obviously this is their fault what they're doing in this capacity, we can also look and throw blame over at Russia. Looking at Luhansk and Donetsk, there are Massive reports that young men are also grabbed off the streets. By the way, please don't take my words for it. You can watch videos as I have and see those events happening. So just extra information for folks. This will soon come to the United States as well. Uh, this We are not above this in any way, shape, or form. I'll tie in some U.S. news and say recently there have been... By the way, Russia did this exact same thing too, just last year, there have been new pathways created in the U.S. government where we're offering citizenship to people willing to fight in the U.S. military. Russia did the exact same thing last year. Again, they uh, offered the same opportunity. If you want to go fight for Russia, you can get citizenship in their country. This is a blatant reminder, everyone, that your countries hate you, absolutely hate you. They want you to breed new babies so they can throw them into the meat grinder. Again, they hate you personally. You, whoever's listening, your country hates you. I, I really need to get that through to people's heads. A lot of people, and I don't think it's probably my audience, but there are some people out there, surely, that think that there are still redeemable countries out there that care about your interests. Well, honestly, aside from like Cuba, who's one of the few socialist countries actually practicing socialism, uh, no. <laughs> Everyone else sees you as a... Uh, like a cargo shipment. You are inventory to them, right? They might as well tattoo us all with barcodes as soon as we come out of the womb because 
that's more effective for them, right? That that just works. And I'm, I'm saying that a little hyperbolically, of course, but now that we're entering this age of chipping things, we chip our animals with data chips and all that, really may not be that uncommon for us to start doing that to humans very, very, very soon. Again, my dog has a, uh, an, what is it, an NFC near field communication chip in his back, right? One of those sort of scannables that has uh, the information you call, blah, 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 blah. He got one of those when I adopted him. So I, I'm just throwing it out there as a reminder to folks, these countries want you to have children so that they can own those children as soldiers, in this case, as young as 16 here in Ukraine and the United States. Well, again, we're dipping young, too, because we are forcing younger high school students to take JROTC classes. That is like a junior military course. If you take that in high school, you can enter the military directly afterwards with a little bit of a like a military leg up. I want to say they offer ROTC in college, and I, 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 I didn't get involved with either of these, so I can't speak the immense details to you what defines them. If anyone out there wants to send in information on that, you're more than welcome to the emails. Kyle at KyleCommunist.com. Feel free to send us a line or put more information in Discord. But the important thing to take away here is that these junior ROTC courses offered in high school, they are not supposed to be mandatory. However, in the last year, maybe a little bit longer than that, the United States government, or at least these, these schools, have been putting that on students' schedules. Uh, high schools, unlike colleges, it is very hard to change your schedule. You do not have most of the time the option to drop a class or anything like that. Like if you're in college, you traditionally get uh, maybe half the semester even to look at dropping the course. There's, there's different pay penalties based on when you leave it and it might have different marks on your record based on when you leave it the high school being very different once you're in one of these courses you really can't opt out at least i didn't have that and that's what these children are being told now is hey you're on this jrotc course uh you can't get out of it too bad so sad whatever deal with it that is illegal but ugh. I need Americans to understand that laws aren't probably laws do not work probably how you think they do. Laws only work so long as there is somebody with power who can overturn it or challenge it. And a high school student is does not have the material capacity to overturn something like that, meaning it is unlikely that these kids are not millionaires. That's that is the point to this. Right. These are not rich kids. These are poor kids like you, like me. These are children who do not have the means to fight this in a court. And in fact, because of their financial background, if they cause waves with this course, it is likely to punish them immensely. It's not like they can just fly their private jet to a new school district every morning or some ridiculous bourgeois garbage like that, right? These are working class children, probably predominantly from underserved groups targeting probably uh, black and, and just non-white children in general, whether they're indigenous children, whether they're um, uh, people that have migrated from Latin America up north. Like, it, it really, we know who they target. We know who our military preys on. This is just a new way of doing it. In our Discord server, we've often been talking about what it was like to go to school. For me, I was in high school, I think 2006 to 10. And in that window with the Iraq war waging on in the background, there were multiple recruiters that would wait outside of our cafeteria every day, about two or three of them, and they were positioned right between the cafeteria 
and the bathroom. So guess what? You gotta pee, you gotta walk past the recruiters. Usually probably one from each branch, and I think they alternated days. I can't remember, this is over 10 years ago now, but uh, it was a lot. I can vividly remember the imagery. Like I can see myself walking past that, and I wanna say I remember days where there were tables that weren't occupied, so they must've been on some rotational schedule. But anyway, just throwing it out there. How many uh, soldiers are they wasting recruiting other children, by the way? You think about that. If they were sticking four people into my school, let's even say it's just two people every day of the week. My school only had, I think my classes were maybe 200 people per grade. That's a lot of soldiers that you're chucking into schools across the country. Why aren't you putting these people out there to fight, huh? You over there recruiting more children. Okay, I see what you do. I see what you do. By the way, also the fact that they're using these recruiters who are not seeing combat themselves, that is to say they're basically desk jockeys. Hey, by the way, if they do more than desk jockeys, sorry to make fun of them, but they can handle it. They're military, they get a lot of money. They're, they're the most socialist aspects of our country. They can handle a little razzing. Anyway, uh, those desk jockeys, they're putting into the schools. Hey kids, join the military, look at me. Yeah, you haven't even seen combat. You're just over here hanging out behind a podium talking to more kids. In fact, I have questions about that person's uh, I have questions what arouses some of those soldiers being in high schools at the age of them being like 22 and then being around a bunch of 16-year-olds. Anyway, I, I, we, know, we know who the pedophiles in this country are, and uh, they tend to be those that are along the lines of the Republican crew. So anyway, I just have a lot of questions about them putting those men in schools. It was rarely ever a, a, a woman or a female officer there of any kind. It was usually always... Men, and like I said, I got some <clears throat> questions about their hard drive and the integrity of their decision making. But anyway, that's just speculation based on evidence that you can go see on a great account on uh, Instagram called Reichwatch. Reichwatch, you can check them out. They are a wonderful page that reports on fascist activity and specifically looking at the correlation between pedophiles and uh, voting for Trump. Surprise, surprise, those wearing the Make America Great Again hats tend to put their wieners in little girls and oftentimes little boys. And I think that's enough for the wall, for them to face the wall. But for some reason, that's traditional values. Can, can anyone out there explain that to me? Uh, if two like middle-aged gay men want to get married, they're pedophiles because they're gay, says America. But... A 40-year-old father of three who votes Trump and just happened to put his wiener in all three of those children of his, he's traditional values. How does that work? Hmm. Anyway, I, I, we know how it works. I'm just, draw, I'm just getting you to think. It works because people like the latter, those that benefit from that group, are themselves pedophiles, right? They're the people at the top. We see this all the time. Again, we got Matt Gates in them, uh, pedophile accusations and, and, and evidence. It's not just accusations. We got Trump, obviously, who's been accused and found guilty now multiple times. This goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Uh, you've heard me talk to death about, what is it, uh, Bobert's husband who likes to show his wiener to kids at the bowling alley. Uh, yeah. It's a big problem. Very big problem. Hi, shout out to Mac Raven in chat there. Welcome. Thanks for joining us. We're hitting on probably two more news stories before I look to wrap this one up for today. Let's touch on this one. Here's a summary I'll read out. After a fa oh, I'm sorry, after arraignment, Trump unleashes fascist tirade. 
So former President Donald Trump uh, responded to his arrest and arraignment by threatening to arrest President Biden, his family, and other political opponents if he returns to power. In his speech, he complained that that his supposed prosecution by the, quote, deep state and vowed revenge using anti-communist hysteria to appeal to sections of the ruling class and neo-Nazi elements. The media coverage has avoided discussion of Trump's role on January 6th and the ongoing preparations for fascist violence in the United States. Of course, I mean, we are going full uh, Nazi Germany. This is this is not going to look very much different. You all are going to be covered in some amount of blood in the next couple years. And that is just something we all really need to be wrapping our heads around now. That's why we as communists say get armed and do it today. Train now. You're going to either have a gun used on you or we'll be using a gun against somebody in the next five years. I'd put a lot of money on that. Again, it's your choice which direction the bullets fly. You have the ability to go and arm yourself. I mean, I, it sucks that we got Nazis out there, but we, all, we, know, we know there's only one way to solve that, right? You can't be nice to them. You can't reform them. In prison, they write books. So as much as it sucks, they've made their own bed. So just learn how to put them in it. <laughs> learn how to put them in their own bed, chat. Learn how to tuck them in deep and tight so they're never getting up. You hear me? Okay, continuing, here's some highlighted areas from this article. In language, the combined threats of dictatorship and anti-communist hysteria, Trump responded to his own threat, by, or his own uh, arrest and arraignment by declaring he would arrest Biden and his political family. I, you heard me mention that in the summary, but that's worth hitting on again. That's really big. Trump's just saying, you know, hey, you threw a stone at me. As soon as I get in, we're blasting all the laws out of here. It doesn't matter. I mentioned this 10 minutes ago or so, maybe a little longer. Laws only work so long as there's someone to uphold them. If Trump gets into office, there's going to be very few people to uphold laws. We already saw that during his last time through, right? He ran amok and no one did anything to stop him during the events. There was a lot of uh, virtue signaling and like, oh, we're going to, we'll get him now. But I mean, again, the only way to really get him now is to put him underground. I guess a, a government black site would also work, by the way, speaking of underground, but not enough. It's not permanent enough. Uh, here's a quote. Today, we met, today we witnessed the most evil, and I can't do a Trump voice, so I'm just going to do it in one of his cronies' voices. Today, we witnessed the most evil and heinous abuse of power in the history of the country, he began, going on to blame Biden. A band of his closest thugs, misfits, and Marxists tried to destroy American democracy. Well, we don't have a democracy except for the rich, so... Um, There were no Marxists there, and if there were Marxists there, they themselves were not Marxists. They were opportunists. The attempt to portray Biden as a, quote, Marxist and a communist might seem ludicrous, even bizarre, given the long-term, I'm sorry, long-term senator from Delaware is a right-wing Democratic politician long known for his political hack for the pharmaceutical industry and corporations using Delaware as a nominal headquarters for the purposes of tax evasion. Let me say that again. This article is calling out that the media wants to portray, oh, the media and Trump want to portray Biden as a Marxist and a communist, which he cannot be because he is a right-wing democratic politician known for being a political hack for the pharmaceutical industry, meaning he bends over backwards for them. He lets them have roughshod. That is not Marxist. That is not communist at all behavior, right? Uh, Biden himself is, again, rather right wing. 
The political purpose of such language, however, is to appeal to sections of the ruling class and neo-Nazi elements on the basis of fervent anti-communism. The article goes on, but I feel like that's the most we want to touch on for this one today. So feel free. Again, these are all at kylecommunist.com, right at the top of the page under the June 19th header for what I'm watching. If ever you want to go a little bit further back in these timelines, you want to see some older articles, you can check under a section called either blog or newsletter. I've just updated the name to newsletter. You can go under there and it has the entire history of these. At the top of the page, it's only shown maybe the first, the most recent three or four. I think every month it, it sort of cycles over. So if it turns into July, you only see maybe like the first of July or like whatever the first article is. Uh, it might kind of hide the rest. You can always check those out a little later. I'll make that a little more obvious for you to get to as well. I think for today, this might be, ah, uh, it didn't put the entire thing up onto the website, did it? Well, this is why we do these where I go back through. I'm going to, I'm going to redo it so it works. Uh, for some reason, this article just didn't copy in the body of it. Pardon me here, podcasters. You're getting to listen to me fix this maybe live and on hard drive. Bear with me. We're almost done. Oh, no, we're not. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, we're not. We're not. We're not done. Okay, I'll just go ahead and read this anyway. It's right in front of me. It says, no red in the rainbow. Cold War law blocks Oklahoma communists from pride. Citing a 1955 law that declared the Communist Party illegal in the state of Oklahoma, organizers of Oklahoma City Pride blocked local reds from having a booth alongside other community organizations and corporate sponsors in this year's Pride on 39th Festival. Quote, we have reviewed your application and have found Title 21, Section 1266 uh, would prohibit our organization from accepting your application, said the president of the, said the Pride president, the per, uh, OKC Pride Inc. President Tessa White wrote in an email to Communist Party of Oklahoma. So by the way, this is CPUSA we're talking about. I'm not a fan of CPUSA, but I think it's relevant to discuss this one. This is a peoplesworld.org article. Uh, but this is still relevant to, to all of us, regardless, because this is something we're going to grapple with. Even though it's CPUSA and I consider them opportunist sellouts, or at least um, maybe not opportunists, but they're maybe more liberal sellouts. I, I don't know. They've just had too much Fed involvement. Goes on to say, Brian Jensen, a member of the Communist Party in the Sooner State, said... The McCarthyite law was founded on the falsehood that the CPUSA advocated violent insurrection. He was referring to the anti-communist Red Scare employment blacklists and purges of the late 1940s and early 50s, often associated with right-wing Senator Joseph McCarthy. And it is, uh, it is disturbing that such an unconstitutional law, based on the old lie that the Communist Party of the United States of America is secretly plotting to violently overthrow the government, remains on the books in 2023. Um, okay, so let's talk about this part briefly. I, I understand that the Communist Party of the United States says we're not trying to violently overthrow the government, and I would guess that that is because otherwise they would be labeled a terrorist organization if they said the opposite. But to be clear, as communists, we only see one path forward, and that is revolution. Uh, the system cannot be reformed, and I don't know, is the CPUSA only doing that? Like, this is a really mixed bag because if the CPUSA is openly saying, hey, look, we don't do insurrection and violence, well, that just goes to show they are a permanently ineffective organization, right? By their own statement, that statement, they are not willing to go far enough. Now, the question becomes, do they have illegal 
elements as well. Lenin often encouraged you having a legal and illegal force. You have a legal press that can operate as it can, and you have an illegal press who operates somewhat unaffiliated from official party stuff that promotes violent uh, revolution and such of that nature. Because, again, have to. It's not going to work any other way. So I got to get involved with real revolutionary parties. Jensen went on to point out that Trump and his MAGA Republicans, rather than communists, recently launched a coup, namely on January 6th of 2021, an invasion and insurrection of the U.S. Capitol. Oklahoma's anti-communist law threatens that any organization found in violation will be dissolved and have its funds and property seized by the state. And it's not just party members who are on the hook. Any individual who contributes to the support of the Communist Party in any way is also guilty and could face $20,000 or up to 20 years in a state penitentiary. Wow. So yeah, that law that still exists, again, uh, could, <laughs> let me reread that once more. Oklahoma's anti-communist law threatens that any organizations found in violation will be dissolved and have all of its funds and property seized by the state. It's not just party members on the hook. Any individual who contributed to the support of the Communist Party in any way is also guilty and could face a fine of $20,000 or up to 20 years in the state penitentiary. Let's 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 talk about that again for a minute, because I want to say even on this podcast, maybe it was on a stream and not here, but I was recently talking about how a lot of these anti-LGBT laws will affect uh, everyone in a very, very, very similar way, right? We, we hear these laws, they're saying, oh, you know, you can't have gay people talking about being gay, you can't have this talking about that. Uh, that's going to affect people who even casually view things. I like to tell that to the homophobes all the time, is if, uh, if we become a violent, fascistic, homophobic, anti, yeah, homophobic, anti-homosexual country, anyone that's watched my content is liable of being considered pro-homosexual. That is to say, even Mr. McFascist, who hates me, if he sits there and watches an hour of my Twitch stream, uh, we could open a court case against him that's like, hey, I, you seem like you don't like gay people, but you watch a lot of them, so you must be one. Bada-bing, bada-boom. They're sharing the same cell across the, the prison block from me, you know, and, and that's why, again, people that are not LGBT need to be out there with their pitchforks and their torches as well, willing to burn these uh, GOP politicians primarily, because they're, they're, those politicians are going to come for them, too. Again, it doesn't matter if you're the straight and extraneous dude out there. If you associate with gay people in any way, that's good enough. That's good enough. Remember, we're not we're entering a non-evidence state. I, mean, I think we're we've already been there, let's face it. But I think for for those of us listening to this podcast who may not have been affected with that firsthand yet, uh, we're all, we're already in a non-evidence state. We see this happen all the time. It just depends on what your skin color is, let's be real. Just depends on your skin color, depends on what your genitals are, depends on which way your genitals are attracted, you know, all that sort of stuff. That's it. It's all it takes. There's no need for courts at this stage. Just chuck them in the bin is sort of the U.S. motto, right? Uh, it's not my motto. I want to be clear. This is what they're about. And just to be clear, this is also they're, they're saying this stuff. This isn't Kyle being an insane person just making this up. We see those that vote for Trump also say, let's get rid of the courts. Let's get rid of this system. This is all corrupt. We should just Deal with it with violence. And I just shared one of these to my Instagram story today where 
I should get you more details, but I'm saying this off the cuff, off of memory. There is a white nationalist guy. It's in the United States, and he's screaming into a camera. It looks like there's uh, anti-fascist protesters sort of chasing him down the street, and he's yelling into the camera, the police only protect you gays. You know, it's only the police serve you. If it weren't for the police, we'd be here with guns, and we'd just fix this problem. We'd get rid of all of you. So I want this to be very clear. Again, your pastors, your homophobic family members, if they're not at this stage yet, this is where they are being taken. They aren't in control of their faculties. <laughs> we, we really got to hit that home. I know this sounds like, Kyle, isn't this a slippery slope to you just qualifying all liberals and conservatives as mentally insane? Yeah, but it's, it's also largely true, though. Like, and I say that meaning these are people who are absorbing facts that aren't facts. So they're creating a world that they live in that is not fact-based. It is actually almost anti-fact-based. And I mean by that, that they look at facts, they say, you're a fucking scientist, you nerd. I don't believe in science. It's only God in my anus. I only believe in the, I don't know, whatever fuck they yell about. But anyway, they are anti-fact. So as soon as there's somebody with credibility, they take the opposite opinion. And I would say that's all it takes to be diagnosed clinically insane because now you are living in a world of your own concoction that does not mirror the physical, materialist, tangible world that we, the rest of us, experience. They are saying, because you all believe X, I believe Y. I'm sorry, that's insanity. That is insane. That is not, that isn't healthy. That's not living in the real world with the rest of us. They are choosing to detach from reality to live in a fantasy world. I know this sounds mean. I know it sounds verbose, but I want to get you pissed off and angry. So I'm just going to say these are folks that would be a lot safer to society in a straight jacket, in padded walls, because again, if we let them free, which they are now for the record, they are again running down the street saying, if the police weren't here, I would shoot you. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? They are telling you to your face, they will kill you. What else can be said? <laughs> what else can be said? Get your gun and learn to use it, comrades, because if you don't, they're already saying they will kill you. They want to. They're eager for it. And they think in their fantasy world that the police are stopping them from doing it. Well, guess what sucks for us even worse? That is only his delusion keeping him from killing us because the police would not meaningfully stop him. So actually, we all should be significantly more afraid than we were two minutes ago. Because once we take this logic to its conclusion, which is, again, that this man is only stopping himself because he thinks the police are against him? Shocker, they aren't against him. They are against us. So when he figures that out, and I hope he never does, but the moment he figures that out, the moment some police guys reach out to him on TikTok or Instagram and say, oh, you know, you down my precinct, buddy. I'd look the other way. I, I just wouldn't even care. You know, you go down to Florida, actually. Down there in Florida, the government even said, you know, travel advisory. If, if you kill a commie or a queer, they're not going to care. They're not going to look. And he fucking might go down to Florida and do that. So again, I want you to be very aware of the state of the world we have entered into. It is as, I was going to say as bad as it's going to get, but no, no, no. It's going to get a lot worse. 
it's going to get a lot worse. And this is why, if you're listening to this, I need you to step up your activity threefold a week. If you're listening to this podcast, I need you to become three times more as active in the communist sphere as you are. You know why? Because you don't have time on your side. I'm not your dad. I'm not your God. I'm not your priest. I'm not your pastor. But I'm going to tell you honestly, we are running out of time. And if you delay, though I'm not your father and I can't scold you, but if you delay, you will die. It's not a threat. It is a fact. And I it's not a threat because I'm the one that's going to be there with you. You and I will drop from the same gallows, you hear? So, and you know why you're going to drop from the same gallows as me? Because you're listening to my podcast. And as we said 10, 20 minutes ago, that's all it takes, <laughs> right? It doesn't need like, oh, he did more. He did more. And remember, I'm not blustering. I didn't make this up. We're borrowing that from the Oklahoma law that said again, it's not just party members on the hook. Anyone who, quote, contributes to the support of the Communist Party in any way, those who contribute to the support of the Communist Party in any way is also guilty of a $20,000 fine and up to 20 years in state prison. You, whoever you are listening to this podcast, you are supporting a communist movement now by you having subscribed to this. So again, I will warn, get ready. You're on the hook already. If you can't afford that $25,000 fine and 20 years in jail, I'd recommend a gun and I'd recommend learning how to use it. So moving onwards, I think we're actually getting towards the end of those, those articles for today. But holy shit, I hope, I hope this is getting some fire under your asses out there because it sure is mine. The more and more I look at the news and, and, and start absorbing this sort of information the clearer and clearer it is that we are in a hell of a bad situation. We are, are spiraling radically towards, <sighs> well, I mean, I guess, again, we're, we're spiraling towards full-on concentration camps in this country if they even take it that far at first. It might just be large-scale uh, ditches like they did outside of many Soviet villages, pogrom-style, where they just pull us out, dig a ditch, and shoot us all in the backyard. That might be the route we're going. It's a little bit hard to say. Uh, right now, it is more formalized. It is more the government pushing it. So it is more likely at this second that we'll see concentration camps come about. Just because, again, when the state has the ability to do that, the state does as the state does. It makes bureaucracy. It makes organism, like an organ like that to handle it. So I don't know. Place your bets, everyone. Which way are you going to get killed? I just know it's going to be me and my comrades holding out to the end. Uh, great recommendation, by the way. Mac Raven in chat recommends everyone go check out the film Come and See. It is over on YouTube. It is a great Soviet film showing a pogrom and the violence that uh, accompanies it, the traumatic damage that does to people around it that witness their family being genocided in the backyard like that really really amazing film check it out very deep very scarring um just be ready for what you're getting into it's it's a lot it's a lot a lot a lot on that note gang that is going to be it for this week i want to keep this one a little bit short i've got the book club tonight so i will leave you there please join us discord.gg forward slash kyle communist this is a really important note 
because I said I wanted you to up your, your activities threefold, guess what? I'm meeting you halfway on this one. We now offer a short-form book club on Thursday nights and a long-form book club on Saturdays. What is the difference? The Thursday night's going to read shorter books, hence short-form. That means these are actually not books. These are more articles. These are going to be things that are extraordinarily important. I mean, this is a lot of Lenin seminal work, very short things, things that can be read in 15 to 40 minutes. And then the long-form book club, those are bigger books. Those are ones that uh, we can only tackle a chapter a week about. So we're tackling socialism, utopian and scientific by Engels this weekend. You can find both of these linked in the newsletter with RSVP links in there. That stays up to date, by the way, up on the site, no matter what newsletter you're looking at. The book club section, there's this really cool thing on the website where I can have it sync and it goes to other pages too. So the book club section is always up to date. That may someday throw someone for a loop, so oopsie doopsie, but basically no matter what article you go look at, if you pull up a May article on the, the site, it's still going to promote to you June 22nd and June 24th. Hopefully that keeps it easy. It might make finding some of the older things a little bit harder, but the good news is it's all up on the website. You just go over to a different page. You can go on the main page. There is a book club section uh, that also syncs the same information in there. So very nice. KyleCommunist.com forward slash book dash club. And uh, bada bing, bada boom, you can find information in there, including all the lists of, of articles we've read in the past. Go and enjoy it. I am very active on Instagram. Two separate accounts, Kyle the Communist and Kyle Communist. Why are there two? Well, Instagram smacked me quite a bit. They beat me around a lot, and I lost a lot of priv privileges, mainly because I was shouting out fascist stuff, warning people, and they're like, hey, you're putting a swastika in your story. Like, yeah, jackass, I'm putting a swastika in my story to say, look out, the Nazis are coming. But yet here you are not hitting this account over there that only posts pro-Nazi swastikas. So explain that to me. I, I, I can explain it to you. Leftism is constantly under attack. Communism and socialism threaten the system. Facebook is supported and endorsed, serves a very big platform for fascists. So keep that in mind when you're dealing with meta, Instagram, etc. Uh, what else? What else? What else? The Discord server. Oh, the beautiful Discord server. Please get involved. We are in the voice chat all the time there. We host these book clubs on the Discord server. Again, that is Thursdays at 9 p.m. Eastern and Saturdays at 6 p.m. Eastern. You do not have to attend every section. You will not be terribly lost if you attend one week and come the next. You can do some reading in between to catch up. Or, again, we're reading these together as a group, so you're welcome to ask some questions along the way. We would love it. Comrades, that's going to be all for today. I want you to stay super safe out there, and I want you to get really pissed off. I want you to start working on your charismatic skills. Start talking in front of a mirror, everybody. You're going to be needed to get out there in the streets and start preaching socialism and communism soon. And again, don't be mad at me as, you know, Papa Kyle telling you what to do. I'm just telling you, look, you can either be prepared or not, but the Nazis are going to come for us either way, right? Uh, you and I aren't going to, uh, yeah. So you don't have a choice in the matter. It's not me being the fire under your butt. It's technically them. But do start practicing in front of a mirror. Start practicing how you talk to your parents and your friends. It is all of our individual jobs to be swaying those people away from fascism and, and, and get them on board with socialism. They need to understand what it means. 95% of the time, it is their ignorance. They do not understand it. It is very rare that you're going to have a parent that could actually define the words communism to you. And let's be honest, it's probably very likely your friends can't either. So that might be a good place to ask. Next time they're on a tirade, ask them if they can 
define any of the words that they're using. What is woke? What is socialism? How is it different than communism? How does da 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 da, da happen? When you start asking those questions and their ignorance starts to show, that's going to leave them sort of on a chopping block for you. Strike while the iron's hot. Get in there. Get that information. You catch more flies with honey than you will vinegar. Um, but also never let them get a free pass with their racism, homophobia, bigotry of any kind. You shut that down and say, we don't talk like that here. Boom. Easy stop. Easy clap. Adjust it as you need it. Goodbye, everybody in chat. Stay safe. I'll be back next week with one of these podcast episodes. And um, I know there's interest in us doing some more regular Twitch streams. So there might be some of that coming soon. Who knows? Twitch is just in a weird spot. And we're trying to figure out what they're doing with their lives. Once Twitch rolls back some of their bad policies or whatever they decide to do. We'll look at doing more over there. But uh, for the meantime, Instagram, Discord, and KyleCommunist.com. Those are the places to go. Uh, there's the Twitch. There is Telegram channel. There's TikTok account. But all those are used a little bit less. So take care. See you then. Bye-bye.